This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. is such a cool chick. I just have to say that she is an actor and writer. She's a gender advisor for the United Nations, and she's also the founder of her company, Cusini Productions. And also she is a writer and creator of the film 54 Days, which will be out soon. And I'm so excited to say we are one of the EPs on this. So I've kind of witnessed this whole journey and really feel lucky to be able to uh, share our conversation with you guys today. So listen in. Tell me about what's been going on. We haven't talked in a lot. What has been going on? Quite a lot, as as you know, as it yeah. is with you as well. But I mean, I guess in terms of 54 days, it is, where are we now? We're kind of like in the final stages of the edit. So soon, okay. I really want to share a cut with you and get some of your awesome. feedback and stuff. So it's, I think I told you, Intermission Film, who are basically an amazing trailer cutting company primarily but they've kind of like also they're branching into all sorts of other stuff they came on board and are just doing all of our posts for us and they are so talented we've got this amazing team who are working on it and I haven't actually worked that way on my films before normally I've kind of had an editor people who've come from all separate places Mm -hmm. um, because they've come on board to help us they're just doing it all in-house so it's wow it feels like really yeah high end that's that's fancy stuff (laughs) (laughs) we get snacks when we go into the end oh my snacks (laughs) I love it (laughs) so cool it's so exciting so yeah that's where we're at um and then starting to plan for the premiere I guess and for I really hope you can make it over to oh when is it well, that? no date set yet. Going to be early okay. next year. I don't know if there are any okay. dates here in London that that would be good yes. for me to play around. I'm but. hoping to come maybe in March. Okay. I don't, I don't know if that lines up. I can give you exact yeah. dates. I don't have them in front of me right now, but it's just yeah. so hard to plan anything with this stuff going on, you know, like new variants. I know, I know it's everything. impossible. But it would be amazing if you could be there. And that would be, you know, something to keep in mind when planning yeah. a date. That would be um, great. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, you know, letting it breathe and letting uh, Rosie, the editor, Phoebe, the director, Mm -hmm. really work their magic. I've surprised myself by how, I don't want to say control freaky because that sounds bad. (laughs) I keep saying to myself like, no, what would Michaela Cole do? This is my manager at the moment. Oh, that's funny. I'm like that too. Like you want it done a certain way, right? So it's like... That's good though. You've a vision. Step back, let it all happen. But actually, I'm like, no, it needs to be like this and there's this and what about this? And I've really surprised myself because I've always said I would never want to be a director and I still do Mm. believe that. But at the same time, I'm seeing I'm having this like way of looking at things. And I've just surprised myself by feeling so strongly about certain Mm -hmm. things, I guess I would say, which I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. No, it's good. I think it's great just to go with it. You know, I kind of feel the same way. Like I always, like I'm a producer and I have that mindset with everything, but this, I actually have a project right now and I'm, I'm feeling the same way. I never, like, I did not want to be a director and I still don't, but I have a strong vision. I think it's when you're really passionate about something and you just see it in a certain way and you, it's it's like I don't know it's hard to explain but I'm feeling the same thing so we'll see I think it's just right. good to go with it you know yeah and I think also you know maybe this is as women we can be more likely to question ourselves whereas actually 
I don't know, maybe it's about suddenly finding yourself in this position where you really do have like you you can use your voice and it's there's yeah. something about using our voice when often I don't know about you I'm mm. so often like I don't want to offend anyone and I don't want to do this yeah. I don't do that so I'm making sure everyone else is okay but yeah I, because this film means it just means so much to me on a personal and professional level that I'm kind of taking the stand now where I think I have to just say it and mm-hmm. the worst that can happen is someone can you know discuss it back with me I have to kind of be honest and just say what yeah. I think and I'm trying to just not worry about yeah I'm trying to stand my ground I think because I think when you're young and when you're a woman and all these different things you can often think that your voice doesn't carry the right authority and I'm yeah. trying to tell myself actually it does it so does really yeah good. no that's great good for you no I think it's <laughs> it's a good place to be in to, to you know it's true just being honest with yourself because if you're going against something that you have a gut feeling about you know mm-hmm. It just goes off course. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And what else has been going on? I'm working on my book, which is being released yeah. in 2023. So I'm awesome. What is it again? Tell me about it. It is a celebration, essentially. It's quite similar to yours, I think, actually. Is it? It's bringing together, in a way that it's bringing mm-hmm. together Black women from throughout history who have changed oh. changed the world and changed in a big or a small way it's kind of looking at their achievements and celebrating them and it's infusing it it with memoir and my own life and kind of how I've learned from them and how they relate to the world we live in so it's bringing them on a global scale to a mass audience I hope I keep saying it should be for everyone you know yeah as important to a young black woman as it would be to maybe like my dad who's a white man or do you know what I mean yeah 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 I love that sounds like a piece of history too I'm like very cool. I really wanted to hear about kind of how you grew up and how you got to this point today, because I know you do a lot of cool things and um, just want to hear how that kind of came about. Oh, that's such a nice question. Yeah, I grew up in, actually, so bizarrely, we're from the same place, aren't we? I know, we? isn't that weird? I know. Isn't that All the cool people are from there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that's me, you, the Doctor Who's was from. Yeah, we are right about it. Northampton oh doesn't have too many claims to fame. I know. Um, <laughs> oh God. Amazingly, yeah, so we're both from Northampton. So I grew up yeah. really in this place where I guess in a, in some ways I always felt like a bit of an outsider just because I, it, I've I've always, I guess, felt very different to a lot of my, my friends I had at school who I've kept in contact with some and it's great, but not, not so many, mm-hmm. which I guess is normal maybe as you kind of grow yeah. come out of your teens yeah, into same. your 20s. Right. But yeah, it, in a way it was so beautiful. You know, it's kind of like it's countryside on your doorstep and I would, you know, do a lot of like happy things like swimming and running mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, grew up super close to my sisters. But yeah, it, it became apparent, I guess, that there wasn't, <laughs> much there in in the sense yeah. that it wasn't the place I was going to stay so you know I I left and went to study and then left and moved to Paris and I've been kind of like moving around a lot trying to figure out where mm. home will be and I've ended mm-hmm. up in Oxford for now which I really like which is Maybe beautiful it's, it's just so beautiful that hasn't exactly. been there yeah exactly and it's so close to London I mean I'm in London all the time anyway mm-hmm. obviously but so I guess yeah but I really grew up inspired by, you know, like women, just women who have changed 
changed the world you know Rosa mm-hmm. Parks yes Pankhurst, and all these amazing figures I would read like kids books about them and then I would yeah. devour like kind of fiction teen books about them and that they I feel like they've had more of an influence on my life than I really thought because I grew mm-hmm. up being like these people are who I want to be Role in models, whatever yeah. way that ends up do you know what mm. I mean yeah so I really think now I can trace back that like my work I do like you know for the UN and my films I'm making and my book and all of these things which have at their heart wanting to change a narrative normally about women also particularly about black women but just really trying to change the way the world sees us and what we can do I can actually probably trace that back to being inspired by women who've done it before mm-hmm if that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. So your title or your role as a UN ambassador, which sounds very sophisticated, what, <laughs> what is that role like? And, you know, what does it entail? What do you actually get to do? It is a lot of different stuff. I mean, yeah, it's gender advisor is kind of like the, the day job. So I'm looking at all of our projects and making sure that we're really considering it equality in all of its forms Mm -hmm. but in particular at the minute I've got my baby which is a project that I have designed jointly with amazing colleagues from the Premier League and it's uh, it's kind of like a gender equality and mental health for school-aged girls amazing you sport but they get this leadership program so that's the bit that I've really it's so incredible I love it obviously that sport is an amazing place where everyone's equal and you can really Mm -hmm. You kind of unleash your I'm so sorry by the way it's like started pouring with rain that's okay it's, it's England outside. well just you know it's London don't worry <laughs> so we got a good excuse to be expected yeah it sounds like you have a nice zen app or something but, you know. <laughs> so typical oh, I love it but yeah so that that's what I'm working on at the minute which is just the biggest biggest joy in the world to see mm-hmm. and like I wish I could have had that you know when I was like 11 so yes. it's amazing to do yeah. something that you know is going to make such a difference to people's lives Mm -hmm. I feel like that about some of the projects that I do as well like I wish I would have had this or I wish I would have had access to it when I was younger because it would have been like ah you know like a like a green light goes on okay this is what this means or this is you know how we support people but but I love that yeah that's so cool so how long have you been doing that for since (laughs) so funny in January 2020 I moved Mm -hmm. to Geneva oh wow in obviously in fact it was before yeah. the UK so they were ahead of us in Europe yeah I got sent <laughs> they sent us all home in February so oh I've my god for like a month and a half oh. but then I've been back home since so I've been working remotely now for nearly two years which is cool got so I'm it. yeah doing that by day and then yeah. many other things in every spare waking breathing moment and also sleeping moment I don't sleep very much <laughs> yeah I, I <laughs> definitely time understand that this week oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's good though you know keeps you on your toes a little bit but there are yeah, certain nights where I'm like yeah I'm like I need to actually sleep like the whole night tonight and get like a good like eight hours but yeah um, get the one, eight hours in once a week yeah yeah exactly I really want to jump into 54 days which is the project that um, I'm working with you on right now tell me about how you came up with this idea and why it's so important to you to share the story and carry on that message. Yeah, I mean, firstly, thank you so much for believing in it. You were the first person mm-hmm. I sent the idea to. Really? Um, yeah. Oh and so to get that response from you, I think, was a massive part in me being like, okay, I'm not crazy. This is something that oh. legs. And then, of course, you introduced me to Ella and, you know, various things. Yeah. So really, I, I'm forever grateful to you for just believing in that. Oh, my gosh. Oh. 
That means the world to me. Thank you. No, I mean, I, I loved it from the second you sent it. I was like, yes, it was like no hesitation. I don't care. I'm like, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. (laughs) But yeah, the idea came actually from one of those sleepless nights where I was, so I had, it kind of came out of personal circumstances in my life. Well, it did where I lost in the space of a year, first my uncle and then my friend and kind of had no way of grieving. Obviously, I know mm-hmm. heartbreakingly you had this too with your dad yes. where, you know, funerals online and yeah. It yeah, just, it's hard to explain. It's really hard yeah. to explain to get that closure and just like, it's not a normal grieving process. I think not what actually yeah. you don't get the closure. And obviously, we were also in lockdown for like basically that whole time. So what I started yeah. doing in Oxford, where I live, I live really near this lake, and I just started going swimming in this lake. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I didn't plan it. Like I just was like, I think did it. I want to do. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, it, I started to feel somehow felt like I was a closer to them I think it's about being in nature and kind of Mm -hmm. connecting back to nature but I also felt like I was moving out of this like numb grief that yeah to be honest was paralyzing me and I couldn't I was in a really bad place and so this swimming kind of healed me it kind of saved me in some ways Mm -hmm. and then one night I kind of just had this idea that it would make a really amazing idea for a film about a girl who starts going swimming every day and the story in the film is actually that Ruby the main character loses her dad and that is I think you know something that narratively made it more interesting so it's based on my life it isn't my life it's it is obviously fictional but I've also then you know you find so many facts out about how black people don't swim and I was Mm -hmm. then really my own life like I used to adore swimming I swam all the time and at some point I just stopped obviously mm. because there are no role models and I didn't have a swimming hat that would mm. fit on hair and all these wow. things yeah and I started to discover facts about mental health because obviously it's we're talking about death by suicide here and mm-hmm. I discovered all of these facts you know men are more likely and then it's also black men are being diagnosed at such an overwhelming rate compared to other ethnicities all these different things I was like oh my goodness this there's so much more here than I had even kind of anticipated at the start Mm -hmm. so took it from there spoke to you you believed in me yeah yeah from there we've kind of flown you know the team that have come on board we we got we got funding from Soulcat from Dry Rope and recently from an amazing well-being and swimming women's organization called Seabird so all of these swimming groups are coming on board and believing in it and then in the industry you know an amazing amazing company called intermission film have come on to mm-hmm. produce with me my production company we've got bafta nominated manon artisan who did it's amazing kiara ventura ellie gibbons from the development partnerships so all of these incredible people have come on as execs and to support in various ways and mm-hmm. phoebe torrance has done an amazing job at directing yes. it it's been it's just been one of those projects where, of course, it has had so many difficulties as well because all productions do, especially when you're scrimping and saving for every last penny. But also, mm-hmm. I've been overwhelmed by like all of these industry giants just saying, yeah. we want to 
this is so incredible. We want to make this video. And then the cast, we was only talk about the cast. Yes. Wow. Juliet Imri, <laughs> Delroy Brown, Juliet Cohen, Josh Williams, you know, it's the yeah. most amazing cast. I, I don't even, yeah, it's just out of this world. So I'm really, really so excited about it and to get it out there and hopefully the festival circuit and then hopefully get it somewhere i'd love it to be somewhere bigger you know netflix or bbc iplayer or something and so more more people can see it yeah no i i agree i mean i i loved it just like i said from the minute you sent it to me and then just seeing it come together was was pretty incredible even though i was here you know i'm still, you know, in another country across the blind but i'm seeing it happen and trying to help as much as i can but i think the the coolest thing was having you send me the stills you know oh my gosh i let us give him a public shout out because he is the most incredible photographer I've ever worked with. He is amazing. And just oh seeing those, God. I got really excited about it. I knew it was going to be, you know, I knew it was going to be a good project. I knew it was going to look good, but my God, I mean, I, I'm really excited to see where yeah. it goes, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. I'm so excited. And also, yeah, to be able to work with you on this, because I know this is also where you're going to be so helpful because I'm still somehow newer to this. You'll be able to really mm-hmm. pinpoint one of these places. And I really hope we can yeah, get it, yeah. send it out to the world. Yeah, it's going to be good. What's the, been the toughest part? I know you kind of mentioned there's always ups and downs, by the way, in films, but you did mention there were some tough parts. So what was what were they, you know? And I guess with other projects too that you have, and how did you overcome it? Mm-hmm. I think one of the main things that every young filmmaker starting out will mention is money, is to... Mm-hmm. even when you you know we had all of this support and we actually raised a lot but still things come up on the shoot and you know my producers did an amazing job but we ended up spending more money than we had for the shoot just because of millions of things that happened that were beyond anyone's control so that is one of them you know without a doubt just money and I think something I've noticed in particular 54 days is just that you know this is, be- I guess, because it's coming from personal experience, because I've and because I'm also playing the lead role in it. I've found that you know, I it's hard to also juggle all of those roles, and I am also now yeah. producing it as well. It's you're kind of juggling being actor, and then when you're in the edit, you need to step out of actor role because you're needing to think about what's best for the film and not just like yeah, same thing. Like I don't like my performance in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I- Good. That's not a good angle. I know. Yeah, I know yeah. how that works. Yeah, <laughs> I think juggling those hats is yeah is something that you know I'm I'm really trying and trying my best to be all of these different roles and always think about the end goal of what's best for the project rather than what's best for me in this role in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is something definitely. And I mean, with other projects, I'm always trying to make my crews as diverse as I can. And my recent yeah. film series, which was written by the incredible Hannah Morris and stars her and Juliet Stevenson, who's won like every award going, you know, she's wow. incredible. Yeah. We had a 90% female crew and that was, you know, wow. it was amazing, but it was hard work. It's surprising <laughs> how much you have to like really fight to get women in roles. Yeah. Uh, no, you're, you have to work, I would say, twice as hard to find like, a spark that's a woman or you know you do it would be other ones so yeah you know it's it's a challenge in a good way definitely Mm -hmm. it's good to hear so other projects that you have going on right now I noticed that you have a couple others yeah have quite a few I've realized you know it's been (laughs) a year and a bit and I think I've got you know 
six with more to come. So six. Wow. Right now? So you have yeah. six? Oh, gosh, that's crazy. You're very brave. <laughs> it's okay. fun though. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah, so I'll give you a quick whistle stop. We've got Rambler Man, which is about a father and son, mental health, written by you and Pollock, directed by Angus Imri. His director is mm-hmm. a really, really gorgeous film. And the track, which is an amazing, beautiful exploration of homelessness, is actually based on a true story of Augusta Woods, who wrote it and stars in it, kind of was working at a homeless shelter before lockdown. And I don't want to spoil it, but it's so powerful. And is Jim Carter and Imelda Staunton have exec produced it because they do a lot of work for homeless charities. So, you know, really awesome. amazing people mm-hmm. there. And the series, which I mentioned, looks at coercive control in a really sensitive way. And I think, yeah, I think that's what I'm looking for in all of my projects at the minute. I'm seeing I want to explore these issues that matter. I know you're the same, aren't you? We yeah. Films like matter. If we mm-hmm. yeah, if we take on a film, we want it to really say something and mm-hmm. just and hopefully make a difference, you know. Yeah, I mean I think there are a lot of them. I know I you probably do too get a lot of emails like, oh, I have this film and it's on mental health or whatever. I, I always try and look for something that maybe hasn't been talked about so much you know it's a little it's a little what's the word like a little little edgy you know that makes me almost a little I don't want to say uncomfortable but like do you know what I mean absolutely yeah and I feel like for me that's what makes a great project right now if there's a little uncertainty like oh then I'm like yes (laughs) maybe it's the challenge too but I just feel like doing something on that that type of subject really kind of you know drives it do you think that comes because you've obviously got so much experience, you've done so much. Do you feel like now you're at the point where you want something different to what's gone before? Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. And I feel like I've, you know, I've, I love like watching documentaries and just different things. And, but I, I just, for some reason I see a lot of, you know, I don't want to say the same topics or done the same way. I'm always looking for a way to do it a little bit differently. Yes. You know, yeah, and I think that's, that's something that, that you definitely you as well you know you have that same kind of vision yeah we definitely yeah so what's your plan going forward what's what what are the goals like with all the films and where do you see yourself heading with all this well my production company needs to expand because it's still just me and it's we are now in a position where yeah I'm gonna hire an assistant producer so that is very exciting I'm going to get on to yeah. that in the new year actually that's the first time I've said it out loud but awesome yeah. you're committing <laughs> you're committing to it <laughs> you're in now that's it <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, and then yeah I have all of these films which are going to be coming out early next year so I guess it's going to be about seeing how far we can take them and you know I want to develop 54 days into a feature I've kind of had some already tentative interest in that and I guess awesome. the premiere and stuff it will I'll invite you know people who I think would be able to get on board with that I'm actually organizing I know you've worked a lot with Candid Boards so yes I'm organizing this event in December which is basically a celebration of women so you know mm. women companies and it's young women who are wanting to it's called creating the future we want so changing that narrative and creating it ourselves so we're going to yes. screen have this panel with women working in the industry i wish you're in the uk as you can so i'm focusing you know we're working on that and actually it's incredible seeing all of these amazing women from across the industry here you know bbc and all all sorts yeah. of things coming and 
are interested in this conversation and I think stopping to mark what you've achieved is actually something that you never do weirdly yeah yeah no it's so true sometimes I'm always so like go 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 that's just like my personality I'm always on to the next thing you know I'm like okay that's time around which is kind of a good thing but it's get like at some point you have to kind of stop and look back and say you know wow this is you look at you know see the direction that it's really heading in because a lot of times it changes you know it's like twists and turns and definitely and I feel yeah. like if you don't do that it's, you might end up not going to the right places you know mm-hmm. looking for going on this treadmill you know yeah this I'll do this and I really want to kind of grow not just keep doing what I'm doing although it's amazing especially with making films I'd love to make some features I'd love to develop you know a series yeah. and things like that I think I'm trying to take stock rather than just keep making lots of films back to back now that I've got amazing films I love and believe in and they're about to go into the world hopefully gonna I say this you'll see me next year (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to a little bit if I can yeah no it's good to take breaks I think that's almost like the best advice that I could give it's just I do it people always say oh why are you taking a break people get very worried you know, especially on social media, wait, wait, you know, what's going on? And even it's just, and for me, those breaks are like the most positive thing. And that's when the growth happens. I think, you know, I kind of go inward and you start thinking, you know, what am I doing next? What do I drawn to? What, what's going to have the best impact and all that? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, I mean, my book and my, I've got this series that we've, has just been picked up for season two that I'll be going out to film, which is really exciting. This is from the acting side of things. Oh, so cool. lots of little and different things going on that are really exciting. Very um, cool. Yeah. Where's the best place people can find you? I know you have a website or social media pages. Yeah. My website and my Instagram is just Catherine Joy White and my production company is Cusini Productions so I can send you the links and then my website as well www.catwhite.co.uk and I'm trying to keep everything up to date so normally I'm pretty active on there with things that are going on so yeah definitely say hello if you're listening I would like to connect I'm always keen to talk to new people yeah very cool well I'm excited I'm really excited about you know seeing where 54 days goes and everything that you're doing thank you so much all right you're welcome all right thanks for coming on this was really fun Thank you for having me. Okay. Nice to chat. Yes. Enjoy the rain. Bye bye. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Great. You too. Hey, this is Karina. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and give us a rating. And you can also see the written article on authoritymagazine.com. In the meantime, stay safe and we hope to see you back here soon.